This is Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors, episode 13, number one. Aloha. My name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, let's enjoy the journey together. Hey, you guys. This week is entitled Number One, based off an Imagine Dragons song by the same self-title. We are in week five of our Freedom from Depression and Anxiety series. If you've been thinking about trying online yoga or have been meaning to share Isha Warriors with a friend, there has never been a better time. In honor of Cinco de Mayo, all the monthly memberships are only $5 in the month of May. Your first month for only $5. If you are interested in signing up for teen yoga, enter the code CINCO, all capital letters, C-I-N-C-O. And if you're interested in signing up for chair yoga, enter code CINCO chair, C-I-N-C-O-C-H-A-I-R. You will have access to all the new classes in the month and all the archive classes too. So much goodness to feast upon for less than the cost of a sandwich. It'll be a yoga fiesta, y'all. <laughs> all right, so let's get started. Take responsibility. Trust your intuition. Be the hero of your own story. From the song number one, because I know what I'm meant to be. I don't need no one to believe. When it's all been said and done, I'm still my number one because I know what I'm meant to be. And these people might not see when it's all been said and done, I'm still my number one. Be the hero of your own story. Trust your intuition. Take responsibility. This week's podcast, number one, and the lyrics are from an Imagine Dragon song. And every week is based off of an Imagine Dragon song, if you haven't noticed that yet. The lead singer, Dan Reynolds, has been very open about his struggles with mental health. And you can hear it in his lyrics. And I believe it's one of the reasons why his music is so relatable to such a wide range of ages. He is willing to be vulnerable and he gives others the courage to do so as well. So I hope you have fun with this and are listening to the different songs each week from Imagine Dragons. Last week, I shared part of the following quote by Wayne Dyer. He said, your life is like a play with several acts. Some of the characters who enter have short roles to play, others, much larger. Some are villains and others are good guys, but all of them are necessary. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in the play. Embrace them all and move on to the next act. These different characters could be people who are in our lives or the actions of other people. Those characters, to me, 
could also mean physical, mental, or emotional hardships we are dealing with. It could be the consequences of choices we have made in the past. I talked about how embracing the situation and the lessons and learning how to forgive ourselves and the situation help us let go. And when we let go, it helps us create space for healing to flow in. Last week, we talked about letting go and how letting go helps progression and growth to happen. It allows the protagonist, right, which is a fancy way of saying the main character, to move on to the next act of the play. Have you forgotten that you are that protagonist? You are the hero of your story. You are not the sidekick. You are not the wingman. Listen up. You are not the victim. And you are definitely not the audience passively sitting in the cheap seats watching the show. This play is your story to tell and you decide how the lead character acts in each act. Take responsibility, trust your intuition, be the hero of your own story because you are your greatest advocate. As much as your friends and family love you and want to see you thrive, and as much as your doctors, therapists, counselors, teachers, coaches, and so forth want to support you in thriving, they are human, doing the best they can with the knowledge they have. And absolutely, those characters should be involved in your play. They interact with the protagonist throughout their journey as supporting roles, but no one is more invested in this production than you are because you are not only the lead actor in the show, you are also the director and the producer. If you are a teen listening to this, it may not feel like you have a great deal of control in your life. You may feel like every move is dictated by school or work or parents, etc. Please know that you have more control than you realize. You absolutely always have control over how the hero reacts to their circumstances and how they think about their situation. I'm going to list off a few roles of the director of a play and the producer, and I want you to think about how their roles are like an analogy for you in your own play of life. First, the director. They audition and cast actors. They assemble and oversee the production team. They direct design and costuming decisions, lead rehearsals, manage the schedule of the production, and ensure all the moving parts are connected. Who have you cast to be your supporting characters in your life? How have these people influenced your journey? Has your character been interacting with toxic and manipulative people? providing you with plenty of lessons, showing you what you don't want in life? Are they supportive and caring? What music do you choose to listen to? What clothes do you choose to wear, right? You are the only person who can ensure all the moving parts of your life are connected, just like that director. 
Then there's the producer. They create and oversee the budget, set ticket prices, choose performance dates, develop marketing and advertising strategies. You are the producer of your play. What extracurricular activities have you decided to participate in? When do you do your homework or practice an instrument? Do you drag your feet? Do you resist? Do you have a job that you do? What prices have you set to be reasonable for your work? Right? You are the producer. You are the only one who truly knows how you are feeling at any given moment. And the only one who can honestly say if all the pieces are connecting. No one else is you. You set your attitude. You decide which side of yourself you want to show to different audiences. You put yourself out there socially or you don't. No one is more invested in your play than you are. Which is why it's so important to connect with and acknowledge your thoughts and feelings and actions instead of disassociating from them, keeping yourself distracted to avoid them, or putting the responsibility on your parents or your spouse or anyone else to make you happy and to solve your problems. Again, all those other characters should be a part of your play as supporting characters and individuals who want to help you thrive. But they are just humans doing the best they can with the information they know. What is stopping you from researching your issue, your struggles, what you're going through, what you're feeling? What is preventing you from taking ownership of gathering more knowledge on what you are going through and taking the time to ponder on ways to heal and help yourself? No one is more invested in your play than you are because when all is said and done, you are still your number one. You are your greatest advocate, champion, promoter, in finding healing, love, joy, acceptance, wisdom, etc. I absolutely love this quote by Carol Tuttle. Your trauma was never your fault, but healing will always be your responsibility and opportunity to have the life you deserve. Your trauma was never your fault, but healing will always be your responsibility and opportunity to have the life you desire. You own your own life experience. Do you understand how empowering that is? Do you understand how exciting that is? William Ernest Henley lived in Britain in the 19th century. At the age of 12, he contracted tuberculosis of the bone, and for five years, he watched other teens live healthy lives as he battled this disease. At the age of 17, he was told he would die if the doctors didn't amputate his leg. While recovering from his amputation surgery, he wrote one of the most epic, well-known poems of our time called Invictus. Perhaps many of you will recognize it. Um, it was a poem that Nelson Mandela was known to recite often during his 27 years of imprisonment and fight against apartheid. And this is the poem. 
Out of the night that covers me, black is the pit from pole to pole. I think whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloodied but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Doesn't that poem just give you chills? And just knowing the circumstance that it was written. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. So stirring, so exciting. You have an unconquerable soul. It may not feel that way in this very moment. You may need to dig deep to find that unconquerable soul. You may need the help of others to tap into it, but I promise you it is there. Sarah Anjna said, the sun is a daily reminder that we too can rise again from the darkness, that we too can shine our own light. The sun is a daily reminder. We can rise again and again and again. And you were born to do something no one's ever done before. You were born to go somewhere no one has ever gone before. Do not deny the world the incredible voice you have. This world needs your light. I know taking responsibility for your own story may seem scary or overwhelming. There is a phrase I've heard for years. Someone says, quote, I'm adulting, or I have to go adult now. I just saw it the other day on Facebook. Hashtag adulting. We say those things when we're doing something grown up-ish or duty bound. It's usually not coupled with a fun picture or a meme, right? <laughs> Being a hero sounds a lot like adulting. Let me ask you a question though. If I offered you a jar of spinach baby food, how many of you would eat it? Like not on a dare, not to try and get likes on social media. How many of you would choose to have baby food for dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner the next day? It might not feel so safe to continue to be spoon fed answers and to own your own journey. But once you graduate to the taste and the texture of real food, you will not want to go back. Once you have tasted of the independence that comes from loving your true self, understanding your own needs, and the confidence that comes from getting in tune with your inner voice and your intuition and making decisions from your gut, you will not want to go back. 
right after I turned 30, my health tanked. Maybe in a future podcast, I'll go into more detail about that journey and the insights about it. But for today, just know I went from running half marathons and doing sprint triathlons to being plagued with migraines and struggling to get out of bed in the morning because my body ached so much and I was so exhausted. I tried to ignore it. I tried to pretend like nothing was wrong. I tried to push through it. And when it got to the point that I was losing my hair, I was losing weight, and I was going to bed right after I had put my little ones down, like 9 p.m., and still waking up exhausted, I finally raised my white flag and I surrendered. I went to our family doctor and we ran every test we could think of. Everything came back within normal range. I remember leaving the doctor's office that day feeling so discouraged because I knew that there was no way I was anywhere near functioning within a normal range. After having a good cry, I got down on my knees and I said, God, I do not know what's going on with me. And the doctors I have seen do not know what's going on with me. But you know what's going on here and what I need to find wholeness. I am totally open. Help me find answers. In that be still moment, a peaceful feeling washed over me. And right then, I became my biggest advocate for my health. And I decided that day, not only would I recover, but that I would be even stronger than I was before I got sick. It took months before I started feeling like I was finding answers. It took effort and time on my part to research and learn and really understand my symptoms and what was happening. I focused on what I could control, starting with making changes to my diet and increasing the amount of water I drank. I changed my exercise expectations to accommodate my weakened state instead of trying to push through it. And I kept doing things that I knew helped my health, like yoga, going to the chiropractor once a month, and getting plenty of sleep. I continued to work with different doctors to rule out things like allergies, cancer, autoimmune disorders, and I researched, and I researched some more, and I trusted my instincts. And gratefully, my husband trusted those instincts as well and supported me 100%. One day, I was chatting with a new member that had just moved in and started attending our local congregation. She mentioned that she saw an acupuncturist and it was literally like a light bulb went off in my head. I knew seeing this professional would be a piece in the healing puzzle for me. I got the doctor's number that day and saw Dr. Ja that very week. After only one visit at the acupuncturist, I felt results and I knew I was on the right path. For me, that path to wholeness 
included regular acupuncture, cranial sacral therapy, in addition to counseling with a naturopathic doctor and doing all the other things with my diet, with going, you know, doing yoga, going to the chiropractor that I was already doing. It was not an overnight fix. It took years to climb out of the hole I had been in. I didn't give up on myself, and I pray you don't give up on yourself either. Because you know what you're meant to be. You don't need anyone else to believe. When it's all said and done, you are still your number one. You know what you are meant to be. Other people might not see. When it's all been said and done, you are still your number one. About 10 years passed before I attempted a half marathon again. I am so happy to tell you that in 2019, not only did I crush all the previous half marathon times that I'd ever done, but I crushed those times while pushing a family friend who's a double amputee in a pushchair. I was absolutely stronger than I was before I had gotten sick. I was on cloud nine that day. And one of those reasons was because I knew that my hope and all those things I'd been working for had been realized. Take responsibility. Trust your intuition. Be the hero of your own story. It is my prayer that you take the time to invest in your story, that you own the role that you play as director and producer and lead actor. Listen and understand yourself that much. Love yourself that much. Your tale will be epic. And inevitably, there's going to be some epically low days. I pray not only do you tap into your inner voice, but you cast supporting characters in your play that believe in you and want to see you thrive. You are incredible. There is no one on this earth just like you. If you ever, ever feel like distinguishing your light, please remember that. We need you. You were born to do something no one's ever done before. You were born to go places no one has ever gone before. When I started my company, Isha Warriors, I created a music playlist I entitled, I Am Successful. I know, it's super cheesy, but on epically low days, when I am wondering why I even thought this business was a good idea, or I doubt if I am even making a difference in this world, or wondering if my effort is worth, you know, is the adulting worth adulting, right? One of the things I like to do is listen to this playlist to get me into a more empowering headspace. One of the songs I have on the I Am Successful (laughs) playlist is called I Was Born by the band Hanson. I'll put a link in the episode notes. It's super peppy. 
like probably annoyingly peppy for some of you, but I love the lyrics of that song. And I believe 110% that they are true. Own that your experience is not just happening to you, but that it is happening for you. There are things that you are going through right now that might help you find your life calling. There are things that you are going through right now that might be just what you need to help someone else in their journey. You are the hero of your story, not the sidekick, not the victim, not the bystander. What is the next right thing for your lead character to do to thrive in your play? Thanks for listening in today. If what you heard resonated with you, let me continue to uplift, love, and inspire you through the online yoga classes I teach at ishawarriors.com. Isha Warriors is a -a one-of-a-kind platform created just for teens and accessible to the whole family. We offer chair yoga, beginner's yoga, all levels vinyasa and restorative, so yoga can meet you and your family's needs wherever you're at on your journey. If you enter in the code PODCAST30, that's podcast in all capital letters, 30, you'll receive $30 off the annual teen membership. The first week is free, so why wait another minute to bring more peace and confidence into your life? See you on the mat.